If you've just joined us, welcome aboard. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Come on, everybody. Here we go. A wilderness must be explored. Ohana means family. Family means nobody. Welcome to the Extra Magic Half Hour Podcast, where sibling hosts Julie and Nick talk all things Disney. Hey friends, I'm Julie. And I'm Nick. And we are the Dizzlings, the Disney siblings who want to welcome you to the Extra Magic Half Hour Podcast. And in case you're wondering, this podcast is fueled by what's in our mugs. And today I have a special treat. My Joffrey's coffee order came in. And I'm enjoying a cup of Victoria and Albert's coffee. And and now that I see what Joffrey's has to offer, I'm a little bit worried that we're doing Disney coffee wrong. And what I mean by that is, so seeing all the different areas that they offer blends for, I'm wondering mm. if, if there really is different blends at different places in Disney. And... Mm. And I've actually sent an email to Joffrey's to actually ask them this question. So do you remember the debate we had about, well, it wasn't really a debate, but like Starbucks versus Joffrey's coffee. So yeah. if it really is true and there's different blends all around the park, well, I think this is a whole mm. new ball game. So I will update yeah. you all when I get an email back from them because now I'm super curious. <laughs> What about you, Nick? Yeah, I'm curious too. <laughs> What's in your Yeah, mug? I'm just drinking black tea. Um, we usually record this kind of late, so um, today was a long day for me. And if I have another cup of coffee after having five already, That's I feel a lot like of I'm coffee. just going to combust. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm just drinking in my clear glass mug. Um, and if you want to support this podcast, you can buy us a tea or coffee. And uh, this is a pretty cool website. If It's kind of a place where you can support creators just for like three bucks, like the price of a coffee. Uh, so you can visit coffee, that's ko-fi.com backslash extra magic half hour. You can find the link in our show notes. And if you click and support us, that's a great way to um, help us as we make more and more content uh, and hopefully make some new content as we keep growing. Mm-hmm. So we actually have some, what I will now call mousekeeping. <laughs> uh, so the okay. f- first things first, uh, if you're not on our Facebook page, it is a private Facebook page. Uh, so please seek us out. We will add you because uh, pretty soon we're going to be offering a contest. And we want to make sure that all of our listeners have an equal opportunity to be part of the contest. And more mm. details will be revealed at a later time right. on the Facebook page. And and the second thing is Nick made a lovely comment uh, about me being the travel agent of my family. I am, I am not a travel agent. Uh, <laughs> so I did. <laughs> um, what he meant is like trap, like, you know, I really enjoy, like I will sit down with you and I will talk Disney until we're blue in the face. Uh, but I don't actually, it's not, my occupation. It's not your job. Right. Yes. Um, I mean, what a dream job. Maybe someday. Right. Yeah. So any anyone owns a company out there, uh, consider this podcast my application, please. 
sign me up. <laughs> um, but it's just not something. Yeah, sorry if I c- confused anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a couple of messages and I was like, oh, oh dear, we're going to have to do some mousekeeping in the next episode. Um, but we have also done a voting on our Facebook page about where everyone mm-hmm. wanted to go after our last episode. Right. And um, it looks like the votes are in. And it looked like Disney Cruise Line might have pulled ahead of Disney World, but it sadly did mm-hmm. not. Um, so we will we'll be starting in Disney World, which is super mm-hmm. exciting. I think it's a great idea. And, you know, and because Disney World is so huge, like, like I can't begin to comprehend how big like when you think about those travel planning videos they sent out 25 20 years ago you know those are a pretty long video and they just basically skim over everything like they they don't give you enough at all in like info and so um julie thought hey it would be a great idea to kind of just take a step back and think of okay if i'm planning a disney vacation what is the best time to book it you know, before we even think about what resorts or what parks and what days, like what seasons would be the best time to go. Because if you go in one season, you're going to miss out on some things that you might want to go on in a different season. So that's what, that's going to be what we're going to be talking about today. Absolutely. So step one for booking a Disney World vacation, uh, our recommendation would be to actually get a travel agent, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and specifically, try to find one who actually specializes in Disney. Uh, the, yeah, the no, that's right. Yeah. And sometimes they have ex- exclusive deals. You know, let's say if you're going to cruise, uh, sometimes the deals that you see online with the cruise line, um, there might be better deals with travel agents because they're trying to sell rooms, right? So they, they give exclusive deals for travel agents to to give, and and I think you know Julie is absolutely right. You know, if, if you're not quite sure and you're kind of new to this and uh, maybe you're like me and, and, you know, planning isn't your absolute forte, you know, finding a travel agent that knows what's going on will definitely help you. So that's definitely where I would start, like number, number one. And the second place I'd really like to start, like Nick said, is to kind of give you an overview of a year at Disney World to kind of give you the best idea of some some secret extras, I guess, or things to be aware of that you might not have known would be happening while you were there, which is exactly what happened to us. Okay, so we're gonna leave New Year's till the end because that does technically happen, you know, like the 31st. Um, So the the first thing that pops up in the calendar is the Run Disney Marathon that happens typically the first second ish week of January um for example this year it was the 6th to the 10th and it was virtual this year but when it's not it impacts all four parks so one thing that I am aware of is that traffic can be a concern um and for people who weren't really preparing for that um could lead to a little bit of frustration but if you're there for the marathon um also, you know, to go early, check in early, um, making sure that you don't, you know, get caught up in any of the traffic if you're running behind or just to be aware of it. Right. Um, so now we're going to Epcot 
and the International Festival of the Arts happens mm. typically from January 8th until February 22nd. And we've been lucky right. enough to actually attend this. And if you're an art enthusiast, um, you're just going to have a blast. Like they, they have stalls. That yeah. Are, this is the place for you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You're like, if you, if your goal is to decorate your house in Disney art, like this is the time to go. They have stalls set up all around the park dedicated to different, like famous Disney artists. Sometimes I believe the artist might even be in the booth, kind of like a Comic-Con where you can, you know, yeah. meet and greet the artist sometimes. Uh, so that would be, and there's also, you know, specific food because it's Epcot, of course, food and drinks that appear that won't appear any other time than this festival. And I think when Tyler and I were there, they were painting, um, I had this big grid of painting and we drew what color we got to paint and they gave us this little dab of paint and we actually got to like add to a, a canvas or add to a mural. Right. And we ha- it like gives you a number, right? And then on the grid, it has like that your number and you paint a certain amount of squares with your dab of paint. Yeah, like a right. giant paint by numbers. So that was pretty yeah. cool to be a part of that. Um, And of course, merchandise. So there's exclusive merchandise. And the great thing about Epcot is the price of your ticket is the price of the festival. Of course, like the food and drink. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Yeah. So you're never never really feeling like, oh, you bought a ticket. Now you're buying another ticket. It's just like this little added bonus, um, which is pretty awesome. And Epcot. In one way, like I love Epcot, but... um... What, what what makes Epcot fresh are these festivals. Like I, you know, when when you watch these YouTube videos, like sometimes the biggest YouTube videos on Disney are what's happening at you know these festivals when they first start. Like what kind of food items can you get? You know, you can get like a cookie that looks like a paint tray with like different types of frosting and different colors. You can get like de- deconstructed meals, like a deconstructed Reuben sandwich. I like Reuben sandwiches, so that's why I, I, I thought of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like like Julie said, if you like art, this is and and you can expect all the merchandise for all of these different kind of Epcot type festivals to be reflectant of what festival you're in. Mm-hmm. So maybe you're planning a trip and you like art. Maybe this is the time for you to go. Um, but it's Florida too, right? And it's winter. So what can we expect for the weather, Julie? Like you were there in January. Yeah, so we've gone in January, February. This is my favorite time to go. If you're a human who doesn't really appreciate super hot, like if you don't do well in the heat like me, this is your time to shine at Disney. Right. Uh, the pickle, I would say, would be that it's cooler. Like you're, you're going to have to dress in layers quite a bit because sometimes you wake up and it is still kind of sweat like sweater i'm not gonna be able to say this sweater weather there we go um so also a thing to consider is the pools close earlier and being from a cold climate i was like what pools close earlier but but to be honest it it did get pretty cold i when the when the pool was closing like i wrote it out to the end and I was getting pretty chilly. 
So, I mean, I think they make right. they make a good call. Um, it's just something to consider if you're a pool person. So January also houses the Lunar New Year, um, which we got to see some lovely pictures um, from all mm. the different Disney celebrating that. What a beautiful event. I think that would be amazing to go to. And cool. something else that kind of pops out around the winter time is Disney After Dark, which is a, it's an extra ticketed event that happens at Magic Kingdom. And it's when the villains come out and you get the right. villain parade and you get like these exclusive. If you're if you're a character person, you would really appreciate this um, since the villains are quite rare. Right. Uh, There's a few things you can get with with Disney After Dark. One, less people in the park, and you can ride as many rides as you can that are open. Like some sometimes rides close because of this, but most of the time the most popular ones are still open. Two, with after after Disney After Dark events, uh, and there is going to be a couple that we we talk about. These aren't free events. They're actually quite you know pricey. They're probably the same price as your ticket, if not more, and they're very popular. So tickets are in short supply uh, so if you're someone that doesn't know much about these events i would you know i would consider even looking into what these events are what is to offer are they worth a hundred dollars for you are they not like you said julie if you're not a character person uh, and that's the big thing about the event you know uh, it's up to you there's like different you get free snacks and, and drinks and different things like that which is interesting which is uh put into the price of the event but I think the villain ones is pretty cool, but definitely not. We're going to talk about one later on in the show uh, that I that is really kind of captures my heart a little bit. So we'll, we'll get to that. February. So okay. the the UCA cheer competition uh, comes to to Disney World the first full weekend of February, and they you know they kind of have their area where they do the cheer competition, and I, you might see them at the parks and. You know, there's for some reason a lot of negative out there about it, but we've never yeah. like this is when we go, and we've <laughs> literally never had an issue. You might get some spontaneous cheering at the park, but I think that's yeah. great. Like that's just team spirit, and like, it deserves to be celebrated. People cheering, you bought a turkey leg. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My third yeah. one. Um, yeah. That's right. So or your birthday. Maybe maybe get a birthday pin. They might cheer for you. Yeah. Oh. So something to be mindful, but, there, but not anything, yeah. in my opinion, that, you know, would would hinder your trip at all. Uh, the Princess Half Marathon happens the weekend, like the 18th to the 21st. And right. that one is at Magic Kingdom. And, and that will kind of impact your day. Or your weekend. Right, because they rope off certain parts of the park, right? I think it impacts Might some be... rides, definitely some transportation. Yeah. Like, they're running through the park. Right. Um, so that's just something to be Kind of weird. Right. So if you're going yeah, that weekend... Maybe pick a different park. Right. Yeah, just pick a different park, right? Or you're yeah. there for the marathon. Like, I want to see yeah. your pictures, half dress, like, you're dressed up like a princess running around. <laughs> like, I want to see these. Yeah. Um... You know, and continuing on in February, you will see the the Festival of the Arts at Epcot continuing on uh, until the 22nd. So that's when that ends, uh, and they get ready for the next festival, obviously. But February isn't super busy, but March 
kind of picks back up again. So Julie, what, what's happening in, in March? So in March, you have, again at Epcot, you're kind of transitioning festivals here. So you have the International Flower and Garden Festival. And this one's really cool if you love spring, yeah, cool. if you love flowers. Uh, this is where, where we ended up when we went as a family. And how cool yeah, was that? Like you right. and Jess have awesome honeymoon pictures. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, I know like, you know, like, so so at the, the International Flower and Garden Festival, you'll expect like a lot of um, like garden sculptures. Tapateries, so, yeah. Did I yeah, pronounce I that? I don't know how to pronounce that word. <laughs> I think I did I it correctly. I see it in our show notes, <laughs> but I can't pronounce it. So I was trying to avoid it, but thanks Julie for, now, um, but it's pretty cool though. Like you, you'll see different photo ops with like Mickey and Minnie um, with like love, like little heart things made out of plants, which is really unique. And like, uh, you're gonna see like their gardens surrounding kind of a little lake in Epcot, uh, just beautiful in bloom. Uh, it, when we went though in May, so this obviously a couple months after March, it was stinking hot. Hot, um, hot, hot. But we'll, we can get to that. But you know, even with the Flower and Garden Festival, just like the Arts Festival, you can get different merch different food and drinks that you can't get in any other time. So if, you, if you're looking to get a certain food item, or maybe you went before and you're like, man, I really like that, you know, it's something worth considering. It's probably, probably not worth considering changing your whole time of your trip just for one food item, but it might be an extra bonus if it just happens to line up. Uh, and there's also, you know, we've been talking about, you know, busy times, but always when you think about holidays, so March break, happens in March obviously but it like and all over the states they have different I think they just call it spring break and really spring break yeah March yeah. April you're kind of this is when crowds increase like this is when if, if you're going during this time this is peak yeah season it's gonna be busy yeah even with COVID like it's not gonna it's gonna be a busy park it's gonna be you know, warm for the most part. And if you like crowds, this is the great time to go. Maybe you can only go this time. I'd rather busy Disney than no Disney. Exactly. But, um, <laughs> that's just that's just how it goes. So if you if you have the ability and your work allows you to pick any time and your kids can go off school whenever, like maybe not go March break. But that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. What is happening in April? So you have the Star Wars Rival Run weekend, and this happens like mm-hmm. mid-April, again virtual this year. Uh, but it will it would be a marathon, you know, that again could impact traffic, um, access right. to parks, etc. Um, just something to keep in mind while you're booking. You know, a lot of holidays within America and Canada, you'll start to see an influx of uh, park capacity. And there's a couple cool websites I think you can look at to see, you know, when is the best time to go for low park capacity. Maybe we'll 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 share a couple in our show notes uh, down below, uh, wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, that's something to consider, right? Like whenever you think about the year, if you have a holiday, you know, people are thinking the same thing as you. Like it's, you know, when can I get to Disney? And sometimes people go in March break after school you know so if you don't want to be in uh, in Disney when it's super busy 
you know, maybe think of those low peak months. And we'll get to a couple of those in a couple of minutes here. Mm-hmm. So, well, we're kind of getting into them, like summer, low peak. If you're someone who likes yeah. the heat, you'll do really great. Uh, not, yeah. <laughs> not, yeah, not Julie. Me. Um, I'm pretty sure we went in May, and that was pushing it. But I was also pregnant. Like end of May. Yeah. Yeah. So I basically walked her. If I didn't have a slushy in my hand I was pretty grumpy like I feel like yeah. that's what shielded me from most of the heat I, I think you did pretty good me I think, too I think you know you, <laughs> yeah, you're in Disney and I felt like you're like hey what is the worst that could happen I mean sometimes stress hit the fan but um, besides that like it's I think it went well oh yeah like I like we had a great trip it's just right for me, heat is is a struggle. I prefer the winter months, but you know, there's people out there that would totally disagree. Um, so, but actually, so in 2020, we saw the arrival of the Food and Wine Festival. Apparently, it was the earliest it's ever been released, and that started in July and then carries us through oh, until November in Epcot. So, this is a super famous yeah. Epcot event. Uh, you travel around the world, and you're dazzled by you know, food and wine pairings from all over the world at like a sh- super high class, like level chef. Like it's just mm, good food. Yeah. <laughs> so we're nearing the corner to fall uh, mm-hmm. in September. So the start of school. Start of school. All, this is kind of where, yeah, it kicks off a little bit. It kicks off and it kind of tones down. So for for a few weeks, it actually is low season. Um, Mm. We purposefully, for our honeymoon, chose the first week of school. Um, Yes. But you'd be surprised, like, and it's going to be kind of fun because I'll probably do this with my kids someday. But this will be the week I purposefully bring bring him. The beginning of September brings Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party. And all the goodies yeah. that brings. Um, so we so that has trick or treating at the park. You get to dress up. Um, be careful up, yeah. if you're an adult. Do not represent a princess. They get very grumpy about that. Um, you can dress as a princess <laughs> if you want to, but do not start signing autographs, or um, you might find yourself on the other side of the event. Um, This is actually a really cool opportunity, again, for character lovers. Rare characters get released at this party. You get a beautiful, exclusive Halloween parade. uh, Less crowded in the park for you ride people who want more time on the rides that you really love. And this is kind of all happening within September, October. And one thing to keep in mind, though, it is hurricane season. They do a really good job with these themed parties. Mm-hmm. And like I said, like, you know, within the ticket purchase, you can get like free snacks for Halloween specifically. You get free treats and Mickey bars and, you know, waters and all that stuff. So, I mean, it could be worth it if you're into that. And and what's kind of interesting is right after. So, you know, you have Halloween, October 31st. And then almost immediately after, like November 3rd, basically. Magic Kingdom overnight like transforms into Christmas. Have you? So that's when. Would this sorry. be a good time go to kind of plug 
that show on Disney Plus. Like, have any of you seen the the Disney Plus special of how they Christmas everything and how they have yeah, to I definitely cl- saw it. close highways to get the Christmas trees there? And there's actually a Christmas department that works Christmas yeah. all year. Uh, dream job. Can I just yeah, say? Yeah, kind of crazy. <laughs> so yeah, Nick. Disney, if you're listening. I'm just kidding. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, so yes, Nick, tell us about your your favorite. Yeah, so this is definitely, if, you know, here's the bucket list trip, okay? Okay. You go end of October and your trip bleeds into November. So you can, if you were, you know, if you had the means to go to Magic Kingdom twice, uh, once at the beginning of your trip to see Halloween Horror Nights, like the spooky Halloween theming, and then boom, November 3rd, Christmas Wonderland, our winter wonderland, like, how cool would that be? Oh, I think, um, I think you win Disney. Yeah, you win Disney <laughs> for sure. And, and here's the thing. It's early November. Not a lot of people are there. Christmas is a really busy season for Disney. So if you wanted to experience, you know, Disney before people are actually listening to Christmas music, if you're one of those people that listen to Christmas music in September, it won't matter to you, but maybe... <laughs> You know, if you're if you're one of those people that like I can't listen to Christmas music before Veterans or Remembrance Day, maybe, maybe this isn't the best time to go to Magic Kingdom. But uh, for me, I would just love to experience it. And they are they do have a late night ticketed event called Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Uh, you know, so Julie, like you have a couple of things here that are pretty much exclusive to this event. Um, do you want to share? It's basically, you know, Christmas done traditional Christmas you get your yuletide sweets and treats seasonal beverages you get holiday themed Mm -hmm. exclusive characters that are dressed up in their holiday gear you get Santa Claus at Disney which kind of blows my mind Um, and again like it's a ticketed event so if you're just someone who wants more time on the rides with less people this is your time to shine um, yeah. I also believe you get a Christmas parade. If- yeah, and they decorate, you know, Cinderella's castle. So oh. that's kind of a cool thing. And and just like the projection show on it for the Christmas season is really interesting and, and, and wonderful. It looks beautiful. Like all the all, all the lights, all the tinsel, all that stuff on Main Street USA. It'll just make you feel that you're there. And I know in, in years past, like they've they've sprayed like fake snow to make it look like it's actually snowing in Florida, but the end of the year isn't over yet. And so right. the end of the year ends with a certain celebration. Mm-hmm. New Year's Eve. Uh, when they say park capacity, like they mean it. Like this is the time. And I used to say to people, like this is the time that just because you have a park ticket does not mean you're getting in. So yeah, it's kind of crazy. It could it could make a <clears throat> make or break a trip for you, but Disney actually just released that they are going to be continuing this booking system all the way through until 2023. So you will know this year if you have a ticket for New Year's Eve or not. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. If you've ever seen an aerial view of how many people are in Magic Kingdom, and I think they actually have stuff at all of the parks from what I was reading, but you know, Magic Kingdom tends to be 
the one where people gather the most or try to. Um, yeah. You, you, I don't think you could fit one more person in there. Yeah, it's kind of packed. It, it, yeah. it looks wild. Um, yeah, it's like a I can do, of sardines. Yeah. Like, I do want to do it someday. One thing to keep in mind if you're planning Magic Kingdom this year, it's going to be the Disney World 50th anniversary. And, you know, the castle is being redone. Currently, the moat is being drained uh, to put in fresh, you know, beautiful, sparkling water. So it's going to be busier. Different costumes. Yeah. Yeah. Different themes. You can probably expect, you know, food items to reflect the 50th. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was looking at the other day, like tickets, reserved tickets for those parks are already being, you know, sold out. Yeah. For the actual date. The, The celebration will continue all year. So just kind of expect Magic Kingdom to be a little extra busy. Um, But I think, and Mm -hmm. I think it's actually going to be really hard to gauge crowd, especially, you know, as the world reopens for the people who have had Disney on pause or were considering it. I think it's just going to be, I see it going one of two ways. I see it being absolutely bananas all year and you really can't gauge when people are going to go or it's you know people are going to be kind of like they are now like disney's going to keep it to a minimum of the 35 percent um capacity and you're gonna it's going to be very scheduled and you're going to know exactly yeah so a year in review we hope that in some way if you were kind of like wondering when's the best time to go um if you're someone who loves parks and you know the first crazy event that happens and you want it to be busy because you know something's happening you don't want to miss out we hope that this podcast helps you if you're someone that doesn't want to go when it's super busy we also hope this podcast helps you so we'll we'll, we'll we're going to link uh, a couple links if we can if we can still find them and if they're still accurate about you know how busy parks are and when's the best time to, to book if you want it to be a certain amount of people or you know, busy seasons or, you know, how hot it is, you know, different things like that. So if you're, if you're looking to plan Florida, there's some things to keep in mind. And as always, when you go to Florida, always expect it to rain. So bring your ponchos, be prepared. Um, Don't let rain ruin your, your trip. Don't overspend on buying Disney ponchos when you could buy them for a dollar at the Dollar Tree or wherever you're from. Oh, that was the bell. And uh, if you've been with us in the first three episodes, you know that this is the end of today's podcast. But if you enjoyed this episode and you want to support this podcast, please leave us a review if you have Apple Podcasts and or tell your friends about this podcast. If you want to join our Disney family, you can join us on Instagram and join our conversations on our private Facebook group. And if you're listening to this episode, this is our fourth episode. So we just want to welcome you on the start of this journey. And we just want to welcome you aboard. Until next time. And so our journey comes to an end, but yours continues on. Grab a hold of your dreams and make them come true. For you are the key to unlocking your own magic. Now go and let your dreams guide you. Reach out and find your happily ever after.